Hi, everybody. I am Peter Travers, and welcome to Popcorn, where we tell you what's happening at the movies. And there's a movie now. You know, my guest John Krasinski wasn't enough for him to be in it and to force his wife to star in it, but he directed it. God knows what else he did. I don't know whether he was doing the electronics, you know, making people things to eat. It's a great movie, that's all. It will scare the hell out of you, and at the same time, underneath it, it has heart in it, which is amazing. That's awesome. Given that you're Thank such you. a cruel, cold individual. Oh, oh, you really are. Yeah. Anyway, welcome here. It's so good to be here. On the first eve question of I ask is, is this fresh? I know, insulting. Is it fresh? You're very big at the unprovoked oh, personal attack. I just make this for everybody. You and do? Every guest that's wow, there. Wow, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. And now I have it in my teeth for the rest of the interview. I do that to everyone. It's a poor they, decision. They choke. <laughs> like that it's water water and i don't we don't have no because it's funnier to let us not have water it really is and it's better for when you sing (laughs) yeah anyway why jump ahead when i haven't even dealt with this why you john krasinski that's a good question what horror yeah it's funny i don't think you look at my name and you say i can't wait for a horror movie from that guy yeah Um, the guy from the office yeah that's him we want him <laughs> to scare us to death. Yeah, the truth is, not only am I not the perfect candidate to direct horror, I can't even see horror. Or now I can. After directing this, I can, I've can. i seen everything. But for so long, I Were never watched wussy? horror. Were you a huge just... scaredy cat is the technical term. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> we say wussy. Here. Yeah, you should look it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I couldn't watch horror movies because when I was young, I watched Jaws and like, the opening of Nightmare on Elm Street and completely... I think I blacked out for like three years. So then I just thought, you know what? I'll stay away from horror. And the first thing I noticed when I went watching all these movies recently is how ignorant I was to stay away from this genre. Because some of the best films being made right now from, you know, Quiet, or, uh, quiet Place. Quiet Place, uh, one quiet of the place. <laughs> Really is Boy, that's embarrassing. Nice of you to edit, say so. Edit. Um, no, it was, uh, you know, Get Out, The Witch, Duke. Let the Right One In is one of my favorite movies ever. You see, you realize that the best filmmaking is being made in this space. But you do something else with this. I also, I left out that you were the co-writer. Yeah. Co-writer, I, I don't understand that. That means there was a script there was and a you script. rewrote yes. it? Yes. That's exactly what Cruelly? No, I don't think cruelly. I just said, I don't want that. No, no, no. They ha- I mean, truly, it's the best idea I've ever heard of. And these writers, Beck and Woods, came up with an amazing idea. They had all the set pieces in there. There was so much great stuff in it was an early draft of theirs. I'm sure they would have gone farther down the road if they had more time, too. But I just wanted to play in the sandbox that they created. It's such an amazing world, and I just you know, dug deeper into it. But like you very kindly said in the beginning, to me, what I, what I think my rewrite brought more than anything was my personal experience. Because three weeks before reading this first draft, we had had our second daughter. So I was literally in that place of terror and fear, and can I keep her safe? Can I keep her alive? Am mm-hmm. I a good enough person to be a father? And then I thought, why not make a movie out of that? And we'll just create this creature from hell. <laughs> yeah. You haven't really set it up, so you're not going to make me do it, are you? I mean, no, people I have to be quiet. You know? The idea was pitched to me, so they asked me, actually, I was doing this series, Jack Ryan, and the producers on Jack Ryan, some of the producers, had this spec, and they said, mm-hmm. would you ever act in a horror movie? And I said, no, because I'm a scaredy cat, or a wussy. Wussy. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and I said, uh, they said, well, the one-liner is it's about a family who can't make noise, and you have to figure out why. And I thought, well, damn, that's as good a one-liner as I've ever heard. And so what you find out is it's about these four people, a family, who are living as quietly as possible. Because if you make a sound, there are things out there that will come out of the woods immediately and kill you. 
And we know what I love about the thing that comes out and kills you is that it's fast. You know, it, it scares yeah. me and makes yeah. me a wussy. Zombie movies didn't bother me until they made one like uh, 28 days later where, where the thing goes like, <laughs> yeah. And this thing just flies out. Yeah, it's, it moves. Yeah. <clears throat> and the cool thing is the reason why they can't make sound is because these creatures, uh, their, their superpower is hearing. So they can hear at a at a ridiculous level, and so anything any bigger sounds that you make, you'll be dead. And they're blind as bats. They're blind as bats. That's they right. just that's right. They can't see anything. Yeah, because they've they've evolved to just be hearing. They don't need eyes. So when you're making this movie, everybody's barefoot. Everybody yeah. is walking with it. You can make a little whisper if there's yeah, exactly. a waterfall or something yeah. happening. I was, I dropped, I was watching the movie, and I dropped the pen I was writing with, and I jumped in my really? seat, scaring myself. That's the best compliment I've ever what, gotten. What it is, it really is. No, that's true. I mean, nothing for other movies, that's the worst compliment you can get. <laughs> I dropped my pen, I was so bored. But in this one, you dropped your pen because you were so scared. That's fantastic. It's, yeah, to me, it's a, it's a, the best thing that I've heard audiences have been saying, which is so moving, is people said it's an experience. It's not just a film. You've got to go to the theater because being with other people... Being quiet, because the movie's so quiet, you have to be quiet in the audience. And it's a really weird thing to watch people. It's so much fun to watch people have to adapt to that. So at the beginning, they're just crushing popcorn. And then about 10 seconds into the movie, they're like, I can't do this anymore. So, yeah. I make you waste all your concession money is what this movie does. (laughs) Doing all that. Set up a little who this family is. I don't know how you got Emily Blunt to be in it. I don't either. I I knew a couple people who knew her. The and then, and then, yeah. Were they the children? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. I said, go into mommy and say, look what I found. It was a script. This is a real script. Yeah. And she said, all right, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, you know what's awesome about Emily doing it was we've talked about working together for a long time, but we didn't want the story of our marriage to be bigger than any story that we could tell. This movie's pretty out there, so we were safe. But I also didn't want her to say, yes, I'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds funny, but it's not. It's... She has such an incredible taste level and intelligence and a dedication to all the movies she does. I didn't want to be questioning every single day whether she was doing it for me or for her. And so I didn't ask her to do it. And it's the only person I wanted in the movie, but I didn't ask her to do it. She started recommending other friends to do the movie. And then one day she said, can I read the script? And I said, yeah. And she got to the end. We were on a plane. And she turned to me and she looked sick. So I was reaching for a barf bag when she said, you can't let anyone else do this movie. And it was almost like she was proposing to me. I went, are you saying what I think you're saying? And she said, I need to do this movie. And I, I think I screamed yes on a plane, which didn't go over great. Yeah. It was like a When Harry Met Sally moment of me going, yes! And people were like, I'll have what he had. Yeah, that's it. So, <laughs> they got it. These they got it. it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a movie okay. show. You guys get movie it's references, movie. Right? We get it. People out there get it. But did she come, when you were doing the hollers, I guess, no, she wasn't around with you when uh, brief interviews with Hideous Men. It's funny you say that. She had just, this is actually very funny. I don't think I've ever told this is, uh, congratulations, (laughs) Um, I'm going to weep. No, we had just started dating and I was editing brief interviews. And she's like, so what are you working on now? And I said, well, I actually have a cut of this movie. Do you want to see it? Now, for those of you who don't know brief interviews, it's fine. And there are many. There are yeah, legions. That's not fair. I know, that's but not still, nice. it no, was <laughs> really good. It is good. But there are a lot of people who haven't seen it. That's mm-hmm. fine. It'll catch fire after this. <laughs> um, but it's a, <laughs> it's a movie about a woman uh, interviewing hideous people, mm-hmm. hideous men in particular. So it's a really weird 
second or third date to show someone that you really want to be with you forever. This is what I've been working on for two years straight, and it's some of the hardest material, guys talking about horrible things, and I think she was really questioning whether or not I was the right choice. <laughs> Who am I dating? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she was like, great, it's really great. <laughs> really? You're subject number 20. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's that right. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. recall that. I know. That was really amazing. You used to quiz me on that movie <laughs> I all did, the time. Yeah, you I did. Because it was at Sundance. It made a big impact mm-hmm. there. Yeah. I, it wasn't your fault or mine that it didn't in the rest of the world. Right. You're no, right. you were very will, nice about it early on. It will catch fire. I think it will. It will. That will do that. But has Emily, previous to this, watched you? Has she been to the set of The Hollers and, and looked at you directing? You know, it's funny. Like, she's visited a set that I've been directing for sure, and I've visited her sets. But I remember a week before we started shooting, I went to find our editing bay where, where we were going to edit. And who happened to be there was Rob Marshall editing the very indie movie Mary Poppins. Yeah. And he said, when are you guys shooting? And I said, next week. And he said, oh, it'll be great. You'll see. And I said, yeah, I know. I'm her biggest fan. He said, no, 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 you'll see. And I said, I know, I love her. And he said, no, 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 not till you're in the room when she does what she does will you realize why she's such a good actress. And I thought that was the most beautiful compliment, but the other part of me was like, how dare you? I know what my wife can do. And he was totally right. I had no, in this scene, in the poster, that we only did one take. It's a very intense scene. We did one take. And I remember the air left the room and the crew couldn't breathe. No one knew what to do. And this is how good my wife is. The most intense take I call cut, and she goes, does anyone know what they're having for lunch? Like she's able to just jump out of this amazing performance, and that's when I knew how good she was. Well, that bathtub scene is, without giving too much away, she can't make a sound in there, and right. she's pregnant. Right. And that little thing you invented. <laughs> it's coming up the stairs. It's, cre- it's coming up the stairs and creeping yeah. around. Ah, you know, it's it. But the big question is, there you are then directing Emily. Mm-hmm. Um, how was that? Because in the end, did she say, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Any married couple, basically, yeah. uh, the reverence for each other sort of goes away in daily conversation. You well, might say, John, you just, please, yeah. just shut up, you know? Did well, her happen? version of the story probably sounds a lot like that. My version is, she was like, oh my God, you're amazing. Um, <laughs> okay. I've never so been inspired delusion. like this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, you know what it was is actually the night before we started shooting, she said, are you nervous? And I said, I'm terrified. And she said, oh, thank God, me too. But luckily, we did most of the work beforehand because there's not a lot of dialogue in the movie. We just talked through every single scene. And what I said to her was, you need to be honest with me right from the beginning. Let's treat it like our marriage. Just be honest so that there's no big fights later. We'll just have these conversations now. Is there anything in the script that you would like to talk about? So we went through that. And then I pitched her the entire movie, every frame that I wanted to shoot. And I said, is there anything that you would think to do differently? And so we got through all that. And what she said was, you can't treat me like your wife. You have to treat me like your lead actress in a good way. What she said was, don't let me, don't move on from a scene because you don't want to ask your wife to do another one. Or you think I'm really good, so you think that I wanted it that way. You have to give me input all along. And so I know it sounds super corny, pop corny. But um, oh. oh, that was good. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. proud of that. Um, is uh, it's truly the best collaboration I've ever had. I don't think it can get any better. She was not only the greatest actress on set; she was the greatest collaborator off set. She would watch scenes that she wasn't in. She was such a thrill to be around. Who did you go to for advice when you were doing this? Was the third time you did a yeah. feature. So were you just so cocky now that you thought? I don't need anybody? Yeah. Or was there anybody that Fincher you who? I think Fincher, I said. I I, yeah. yeah. No, it's funny. I, I went 
the weird thing is, and I, I'm, it's true, is because I hadn't seen a lot of horror movies, instead of stealing techniques and things, which I'm sure inherently we all do, I was actually watching these movies and saying, how do I feel? What made me scared? Because I was a perfect test audience for myself. But as far as a guide, there was actually one person. We, we had such a crazy schedule. I got off Jack Ryan. We had five days off, and then I started this movie. So I didn't have time to do, like on the haulers, I invoked anybody I could, Ryan Johnson and, and all these great people. And on this one, I didn't have that luxury. So the only person I actually had to talk to was Drew Goddard, who's, in my opinion, one of the most talented people in this business. Mm-hmm. And he had done Cabin in the Woods. So we talked a lot about sort of genre. I mean, he's done a lot more than that, but he, we talked about genre. We talked about metaphor, and he was saying that genre for him, the things that work the best are when you can have the metaphor on every single page. And remember, the, the strength of your metaphor will actually strengthen the movie. I thought that was genius. And then we even talked about creature building, because I think in Cabin in the Woods he has 842 creatures or something <laughs> ridiculous. It's yeah. so much. And he developed all of them, and I only had one. But it well, just, three, technically. They're supposed to be. We're seeing that there's three. I don't know. I keep thinking they could come out anywhere. Yeah, they can, me. but yeah. But your metaphor basically is the family. That's right. And there's a line in the movie uh, that Emily speaks mm-hmm. that's about if we can't protect our kids. Who are we? Yeah, who yeah. are we? And yeah. what happens? And that's, that's right. the thing that's under everything. It's the reason why I did the yeah. movie. I mean, it's funny because in the, I remember Greg Daniels, who created The Office, said, one day he said, your job is not to deliver these lines funny. Your job is to deliver these lines truthfully. And if people find them funny, that's up to them. And if people find emotional what you say to Pam, that's up to them too. And it sounds like such a small bit of advice, but it really tracked through my whole career. But especially for this movie, I genuinely don't think I would have done this movie without that bit of advice. Because had I gone into it trying to direct a scary movie, I would have failed. So I directed what I knew. I wanted to tell a story about a family, you know, what would you really do for your kids is a really interesting concept to me. Not just feed them, give them some place to live and get them a good education. You actually say, what would you really do if you were put in this horrible situation? And I just took Greg's advice. I said, if I can tell this story about a family, then you'll be more scared because you're in love with the family. And we care. Yeah, you we care. care. Exactly. But this, you don't have to worry about college education in this movie because there's nobody around. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Over, there are no colleges. No, unless the creature becomes the professor, and that's <laughs> a weird could, sequel. That would be maybe three. You know, a not-so-quiet place. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's teaching and yeah, those exactly. things are happening. Well, we know we live in that world. You bring up the office... Are we going to get a reboot of that? Look what's happening. Will and Grace, Roseanne, everybody is doing it. What's going to go on with that? You know, the truth is, everybody asked me about the reboot, and now I'm starting to get really insecure because I've never gotten a call. So either everybody's getting a call, and they're like, yeah, definitely not Krasinski. We don't need him. Yeah, Steve Carell mentioned it. uh, Oh, he did? Oh, he's doing it. Oh, good. He got good (laughs) calls. Oh, good, 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 yeah. Can't do the show without Michael. Jim, who cares? Anybody can do this to camera, guys. So no call, not even this thing about the Christmas special or something? No, see, that is an idea that I was talking about. I Mm -hmm. said that the the Brits had done such a good job of doing a Christmas special. Time had gone by, and you wanted to catch up with where they were. I think we should do that. That would be fun. Again, if they call me, that would be great. Don't you know people? Opening weekend grosses will determine that, whether you You get the call. And whether anybody and anything happens. But maybe I think this, maybe the sequel to this should be In the Office. <laughs> in the Office. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now what, Jack Ryan. There is no is that, problem with crossovers of How are you keeping nothing. that? No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you have nothing on your plate. You know, it's just nothing. And what about Jack Ryan? Where's that sit? Jack Ryan, we're going to, they got picked up for a second season, so we're going to do that mm-hmm. uh, in, I'm starting to shoot in June, season two. It comes out in August. Very excited. 
I mean, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan is the best character. I loved that character growing up. Did you? Everybody loves him. Okay, good. You know, yeah. but you have a lot of other people who've played it. You know, why did you bring that up? Why did you bring that up? The Harrison Ford, it was going Janelle so well Baldwin. about like, what's the show going to be like? What's the show going like, to be like? No. God, you're destined to fail. You're doing that, but no, you're all Alec ripped. Baldwin did it. You're completely he can do no ripped. Wrong. You, you look at you. Thank you. I feel. I mean, you're I got a. Was that know, Jack gotta, Ryan that did that, or thirteen? That was Jack Ryan. Jack. Oh, that'll be cut out of this. Wow, that's fine. It's just terribly. I don't know. You can't. You can't show this movie to your daughters because they're what? No. Like uh, three? Four or, and one. one four yeah. and one. Emily said we can show it to them when they're 40. I thought that that's weird. It's PG-13. It's not PG-40. <laughs> Gee, yeah. No. But they, were they hanging around while it was happening? Do they ask well, we questions were, about what when you, you see do? The, well, well, when they do see they? this poster, they're like, what do you do? <laughs> and what did you do to mommy? Um, no, I think that, you know, they think, I think they think we just dress up for work. That, like, my dad's profession is just dressing up as different things. Her mom dresses up as things. Because mm-hmm. we, Emily, we brought them to the set of Mary Poppins. It's a little bit more of a joyful set than it, this that one. It seems like it might be. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was pretty great to have Emily shoot. I was writing or doing my rewrite on this while she was shooting Mary Poppins. And we laughed openly about how she would spend her entire day wearing bright colors and bringing joy to the world. And I was alone in a hole just writing dark creatures and... <laughs> You know, don't make sounds or I'll kill you and things like that. It's totally the same existence. <laughs> there was an interview I read where you were shocked that Emily could sing. Yeah, the and weird thing is that's not a joke. Wo- she would not even sing. You know, some people said, the only time I heard my wife sing was in the shower. No, she never sang ever. And then the first time I heard her was accompanied by a hundred-piece orchestra sitting next to Stephen Sondheim. That's how I learned that she could sing. I was like, oh, great. It's like finding out she's a Jedi and sitting next to Yoda and being like, oh, this has been going on all along? Oh, great. Perfect. Thanks for telling me. And I said, that was amazing. And I cried. And she was like, oh, thanks. That means a lot. And I was like, what is going on? When were you going to tell me this? Has she begun singing now in the shower? No, still doesn't. She did uh, Into the Woods with Rob Mm -hmm. and then never sang again. And now Mary Poppins singing a lot, and now we'll take a break. And it's only when Rob Marshall calls. We'll you, you know that we end the show in song all the time. So when Emily's here, I get the same yeah. kind of thing that yeah. you had. Before I saw Into the Woods, it mm-hmm. was, I don't sing, I don't do it. And then you see that movie, and it's this amazing. Well, now you have to make her sing. Well, I did. But last time you were here, you and the fabulous Margot Martindale oh my God. sang Itsy Bitsy Spider. I don't know why. Because you made us. No, but I didn't. You don't know why. I didn't pick it. You're like a Rat Pack fanatic. I am. Every time I see you, we do Rat Pack. All right, so who's your favorite of that era? Because I'll tell you who my favorite is. I want to say Sinatra, Mm -hmm. but I have a thing for Sammy Davis Jr. I have a thing for Bobby Darren. But he has nothing to do. No, I said that era. Oh, that era. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, how about a Bobby Darren? To take us out. That's a quiet place. You're going to be noisy now. I want something noisy from you to go out with a quiet place. Really? I do. Come on, John. I could stare you down. <laughs> you know, this is it. I've done it before. Oh, God. I mean, I, I, I'll give you very little. Little. That's all I expect, really. <laughs> no, come on. I, I'm actually going to give you two lines, it's, and they're the same words. Okay. Hello, Dolly. Now, you do the next line. <laughs> well, hello, Dolly. That was pathetic. You <laughs> Good night, really everybody. Want to go Thanks so much. That. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. It yes. was the best. <laughs> You're welcome. That's yes, a gift hello. for you.